Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. Episode 670, the week of October 4th, 2021. It's spooky month. Spooky, spooky. Spooky, spooky. I'm going to be spooky. On the show this week, we have the Wombat. Yep. And we got Drew joining us uh, in just a few minutes. Hopefully he will be here. Um, But yeah, it's it's Halloween month. It's 30. I know it's your favorite month because you love horror movies. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely true. <laughs> that is one aspect of my personality. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I think I watched the scariest movie of all time yesterday, so I bought, because you can't stream it anywhere, I bought the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993 on DVD. That is a scary one. And I watched, I think, about half of it yesterday, and I was like, man, this, this, oh. Yeah, it's a bad movie. It is a very bad movie. Rest in peace, Bob Hoskins. You are still a gem. But Indeed. That movie is just, oh. Like, I had forgot that, that, that Luigi wasn't actually his brother in that movie. Right. <laughs> And that, like yep. the storyline that my my child brain didn't grasp back in the day is that that the mushroom kingdom was actually like the dinosaurs got pushed under the earth, right? <laughs> and there yep. was there were reptiles and there were mammals and they were living in different worlds. I was just like, that's oh. right. Holy shit, that movie! Bad, I just bad, and I I mean like. I understand that at the time they probably felt like the actual story of Super Mario Brothers couldn't carry a film. Yeah. But geez, oh Pete, man, it would have carried a film better than that. Yeah. My son walked in, he saw the DVD case. He's like, they made a Super Mario Brothers movie. I was like, yeah. He's like, is this new? I was like, Oh no. Hey, can I, can I watch it? No. Yeah. No, you cannot. He was like, can I watch this? I was like, no, you don't want to watch this. You don't want to watch it. Is it'll ruin your feelings about Super Mario. Indeed. Oh, yeah, you weren't here last week to talk about the Super Mario movie casting. I was not, no. And I, I just wonder, like, it's it sure seems like, I don't know, it's an animated movie, right? Yeah, it's made by the Minions people. So I don't understand why they didn't just use uh, the actual voice of Mario for Mario. He's in the movie, but apparently he can't play Mario. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like, 
Do you, did you feel like you didn't have like a box office draw? If you I said mean, the star Mario of the movie was, the box... yeah, like, I know the actor isn't, but the character is the box office draw. Yeah, but I guess you couldn't have Charles Martinet on the on the marquee. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, you're not. I don't know. Nobody's gonna go see the uh, Super Mario movie for uh, what's his nuts? I can't remember his name now. Chris, uh, Chris Pratt from Chris Pratt. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. There's yeah. not a single person that's going to go see that movie now just because it's Chris Pratt. <laughs> no, they're, they're, it's not like the, the kids that are like, oh, I love Mario. Like, oh, yeah, Chris right. Pratt. Let's go. Chris Pratt's my favorite. Like, kid doesn't know who Chris Pratt is. No, it's not like people went to the Lego movie because it was Chris Pratt. They went to the Lego right. movie because it was fucking Lego. And as soon as Mario opens his mouth and Chris Pratt's voice comes out, people are going to be like, what the f- is that? That ain't Mario. Oh, man. He posted an Instagram where he said it, and he just goes, It's-a me, Mario. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, no, no. He didn't even try to do the voice? Not yet. He's like, I don't want to spoil the voice from the movie, but it's good. Uh, like, I doubt it. I was like, not, not if that's it. If that's it, it's very bad. Yeah. Oh, man. What a shame. It is a shame. Although Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong, I'm I'm there for that. Yeah, that's a that's I a pretty be down f- with that. I guess that's a pretty funny. I don't one. know. I I just feel like um, you probably could have had Donkey Kong just not talk. Sure. I mean, they've made those like that's the funny thing is, is like that studio is is known for making characters that don't say anything say a lot. Right. Yeah, it's not like the minions talk. I mean, they do, but not like actual human sentences. Yeah, it's just like gibberish except for banana. I always understand banana. Right. But I don't... Oh, well, we're just old men yelling at clouds. I mean, I hope it's good. Like, we've been blessed with, you know, Sonic was a good movie. Yeah, but at least Sonic had like a normal voice. In his cartoons. Yeah, he did. But I just, I, I want video game movies to be good. Like, the last two we got, Sonic and, and Mortal Kombat, were pretty good. So. I, want... yeah, I haven't watched Mortal Kombat yet. I've got it on my list. I, I need to watch it. It's, ba- it's back on HBO Max. Yeah, it's back up on HBO Max, so you can just watch it. But yeah, I, that movie, I enjoyed that movie. A lot of people didn't, but I did. And that new, and those two new animated Mortal Kombat movies are good, too. Yeah, I have to check those out too. Yeah, those aren't streaming anywhere, which sucks. I had to buy them, but they are pretty good. Anyway, this is a show about video games. Is it? Uh, I think so. So I'm going to ask you if you played anything, even though I know kind of the answer already. Yeah, the answer is really not much. <laughs> um, I did I did play Origami Two. Oh, that's uh, good. That's a good video game. It is a very good video game, and you were absolutely correct when you said it's basically a new Tenchu. Yeah, because uh, that's really uh, what it what it feels like. Um, it feels like playing a cool kind of Tenchu game, only instead of a grappling hook, you've got a teleport. It's kind of like you've got it's a little bit of Dishonored mixed in there. Yeah, it's got kind of um, what was that power called in Dishonored? Like fate? I can't remember. I can't remember what it's called. Okay, um, but something like that. Um, so yeah, that game's really good. Uh, I haven't played all that much of it, but what I've played, I've, I've really enjoyed. So 
Um, and then what else have I played? Um, I played some Fire Pro Wrestling World. Oh, which, yeah. Yeah, that game is still awesome. And they've added, um, they, they keep adding stuff to it. I think it's been about a year since the last thing got added, but they added a bunch of different crafts where you can actually build different things than just wrestlers. So, like, they have move craft where you can create your own moves and um, entrance craft and, uh, like, where you can make not just create a wrestlers, but the actual parts that the wrestlers are made up of. You can create those now. Hmm. They've added some other, like, story DLC and stuff like that, too. So I've seen, uh, like, the, the store front for that game is just, like, so much shit. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And uh, so I was I was blessed that apparently the review copy that Spike uh, sent us was apparently one that would also uh, allow me to get all of the DLC for free as it came out. Um, so I, I've thankfully been able to try all of the different DLCs uh, over the time that it's been out. And it's they put out some really good ones, so... Uh, especially the the biggest one that they came out with it was a uh, fire promoter where you it's basically like a GM mode um, for Fire Pro where you've got to recruit wrestlers and book shows and um, do that kind of stuff just like the GM game modes that they have in the WWE games except uh, actually good except actually good yeah <laughs> and the uh, I've said it before I'll say it again the the most of the Fire Pro wrestling streams that you'll find online aren't people actually playing the game. Um, it's the, the AI is so good. Uh, they call it, uh, what do they call it? Um, they don't call it AI. What do they call it? I don't remember, but the, um, they're basically the, the way they behave in a match can be tweaked so much and is so detailed, um, that it's like watching, the the an actual match between the two wrestlers it plays out the very much the same way uh assuming the logic that's what it's called assuming the the whoever created the the character had did a good job on the logic um so it's so you know you get a lot of folks out there who buy fire pro wrestling and never actually play a match they just sim everything uh and it's perfectly viable in that game to sim everything and it still turns out really well so is there like um, a big like online community of like um, people creating stuff and kind of putting oh, it up yeah. for people to watch and yeah, oh yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot of streams associated with Fire Pro, and then there's there's obviously a huge create community, um, that's you know creating new moves and and stuff. It's funny, um, there was a um uh on on AEW TV last week, uh, Arn Anderson gave a promo and he referenced um basically somebody else not having a killer instinct and basically referenced the fact that if someone tried to carjack him, he'd pull a Glock out of the glove compartment and splatter his brains all over the side, uh, sidewalk. <laughs> and so okay. immediately people in fire pro started creating all these moves where Arn Anderson would pull out a gun and shoot his opponent. Um, so <laughs> there was one where it, they made him like do a, uh, walk up the person's chest, flip backwards in the air, and shoot them multiple times with guns. Right. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty. The create in that is pretty wide open. Like you can create just about anything. Um, so yeah, I I I love that game. And I, as much as I would like them to come out with a new one, I really don't feel like there's much need to 
at this point. They've done a good job keeping with the DLC, keeping it fresh. So um, I'd like to see maybe, even though the, the creator wrestlers are good, this was the first Fire Pro game that actually had um, real wrestlers in it because they had a partnership with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, and so I'd like to see, and Stardom, they eventually did a, a, a crossover with Stardom, uh, which is a female wrestling group out of Japan. And I would, I would like to see them, uh, do like an, an actual AEW pack for it in advance of the, the full AEW game that can't, comes out either next year or the year after. But, um, otherwise that they, they've done a great job of keeping that game fresh. So, hmm. um, and then, I mean, really, that's, that's really all that I've played, um, the big hot talk in this house on the, the gaming front uh, has been the new Terraria update, which my son was eagerly anticipating for, I don't know, two months. Yeah, um, I saw something on a video this week that, that it was getting like this big, massive update. Yes. And so um, the big thing was there were a couple couple new bosses, um, but my, my son and his friend have been... Um, they have been uh, collecting parts for this sword that they knew was coming out um, when this new update launched. Uh, and so they've, they've been beating these bosses and collecting other things and finding these parts that they needed to find um, so that they could have this brand new special sword right when it came out. And so that's been Terraria has been the gaming talk uh, around this house for the last several uh, days now since the update came out. So, hmm. um, which good on them. I mean, that game's old. Yeah, and, that game is uh, extremely old. And they still got people, uh, like kids invested in it. So, uh, good on them. But, um, yeah, I haven't, uh, haven't played much other than that. All right. Well, while you were going on, this podcast got a lot more Drew, Drewtastic. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> what? You're yeah, here. I mean, I'm here. Yes, I am here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. 670 of these. Is it 670 670. Already? That's this episode number. Oh, look at you. <sighs> All right. Yeah. Um, I forgot last week, and I apologize to our listener. Um, we We don't, like, we talk about what we're playing, but then we don't say it again, which is a very good oh, idea. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, I did that last week. Like, I forgot every time we talked about a game to repeat what game we just talked about. So you talked about yeah. Fire Pro, and what was the first game? I talked about Fire Pro Wrestling World, and the first game I talked about was Origami 2. That's right, Origami 2, which is awesome. Yes, very, very good. Blessed be like thy game, game Pass for all these fucking, like, cool games that I would have never played. Because, yeah. you know, I thought the first Origami was, was very technically deficient, and I didn't think it was very good, and I would have not played the second one, and then it came on Game Pass, and I played it, and I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Oh, all right, Drew, so now that you're here, yeah, you can tell us what you've been playing. Uh, I played uh, Diablo 2. <laughs> so Blizzard was like, you gonna stop playing one game? Well, we got you, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that has taken up most of my time. If we're being honest, hey, um, that's good. Yeah, no, Diablo two is is absolutely fantastic. It was fantastic in two thousand, and it's fantastic in two thousand twenty one. I have literally 
played it for about 10 minutes. What did you start? What did you play? I picked an Amazon. I've never okay. played an Amazon class in a Diablo, so okay. figured I'd give that a whirl. I, I was shocked that like they have spears, and I forgot about the, the stamina. That sucks. Yeah, it's it's definitely got uh, that old school tendency to it, but um, it looks nah, real good. Yeah, it looks great, um, and it plays pretty good too. Uh, I'm assuming you made your Amazon on a offline character or a online character. I made it offline for that one just because I figured I would play that in my spare time, so I didn't need to be online. So, so <laughs> I. I've noticed, um, like, uh, Matt and I have played some together, but we have ended up having to play some solo because we just can't get together. But, uh, so you have to, in order to play online with people, you have to make an online character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if you're playing by yourself, you're online. I have noticed playing by myself that there is some hitches here and there. Like stuff missing or things causing issues because of the server calls. Uh, I've never had, I've never been booted out of the server or anything like that. I think they've pr- primarily fixed that, but there are definitely parts where I go to attack a guy and now he's like five feet behind me. Oh, and I'm okay, like, what? I got you. And I'm just like, what? And it, it happens. I wouldn't say it happens rarely because it happens a decent amount. Almost every time I play, I'm getting like, what? Somebody just teleported. I'm pretty sure that devil can, can't teleport. So, I mean, you don't uh, know. Maybe he got some mojo. Maybe he, maybe he does. Maybe, maybe he has a a sorceress ability. I don't know. (laughs) I don't think so. I think it's lag is what it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, um, no, I play a lot of Diablo too. Uh, honestly, I, I did one of the old, the old runs that I used to do when I was younger. So, um, people who aren't familiar with Diablo 2, uh, one of the most powerful things you can get in the game are rune words. So if you kill an enemy, they sometimes drop a rune, uh, that has a word on it. And if you have socketed items and you put these runes in the correct order, you create a full rune word, which gives you like crazy buffs to everything. It's kind of like Skyrim. A little bit, a little bit. Um, in Diablo three, they, they obviously changed a lot of things. They, they kept the same style of the runes, but they added it to the skill abilities. So it would alter, alter what your attack would be. Um, but yeah, rune words, uh, the runes themselves, there's a good chance that the runes can drop in Act 1 against an optional boss known as the Countess. Um, it's a, uh, a boss that you can find in the fourth quest of the game. Uh, and, every, and the great thing about Diablo 2 was that you could kill her, and if she drops some runes, pick them up. Quit the game, load back in, go back to her tower, go kill her again, get some more runes, so you do countess runs. And so, while I was waiting on Matt uh, to to kind of catch up to me, 
I said, well, I don't want to continue on with the story much, so I'm just going to run the Countess a bunch of times. And ended up getting like, you know, 15 different runes. So I'm good. I have the I have uh, enough runes to make the stealth word, which is a really good one. Um, that's a pretty good like low level uh, rune word that you can equip onto a, a piece of armor. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's Diablo too. I'm addicted again. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, no. I, I love it. Go from one Blizzard addiction to the next. Yep. I did play a little bit of Overwatch, but not much. I did finish my my DPS uh, placement matches. Um, I I hate I hate that. I really do. Yeah, it's not fun. I'm gonna blow your mind though. I haven't played that game in three weeks. Oh, yeah, I saw your tweet about it. Yeah, it shocked me when I stopped to think about... Like, I'll be back for the Halloween stuff. I will probably play for that, because that's, like, my favorite event of the year. Is that starting this week? I don't know if it's this week or next week. It's probably next okay. week, because it usually runs three weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it would be next week that it would start, and it would run through, like, November 2nd or whatever. Right. But yeah, I'll be yeah. back for that, but I haven't touched that game in three weeks. Yeah, I I don't uh I don't um I don't get why they say this is a priority pass and it's a less than two minute wait and I end up waiting seven minutes to get into a game. That definitely does happen, but I mean on occasion I do get it. At least if it goes past the time limit, it doesn't use your pass. But then again, I am never short on passes. <laughs> yeah, because I never fucking use them. Yeah. Like, I'm always playing the other modes, so my passes are always maxed out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, the only other game that I can really talk about that I've played, I downloaded a game to get some easy achievements. So I said, well, let's see what they've added on Game Pass recently. So I downloaded... I don't know why I downloaded this, because it looked dumb. I don't even know the name of it. Okay, this it's, is. I don't even know what we're talking about here. By the way, Drew's talked about Diablo two. I just finished talking about Diablo two and Overwatch. Um, this game is—you probably know what it is, Ken. You play as a goose. Oh, Mighty Goose! Mighty Goose! That game is awesome. Yeah, it's 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 Mega Man, but with a goose. See, I was like, I, I'm more like it's Metal Slug with a goose. Yeah. It is. It's a lot of Metal Slug. It's a lot of Contra. It's a lot of Mega Man. Yeah, like, I feel like it's a combination of all those. I assumed you were talking about Untitled Goose Game. No, oh, I know that no. game. No, I, I know that game. No, no, I played Mighty Goose. Mighty lots Goose. Goose lots of Goose games out there. There yeah. is the Goose is the Goose is loose, baby. Okay. The Goose is loose. Just like, uh, just like uh, uh, the uh, Untitled Goose game. In this game, there is a designated button to just honk, sc- honk and scream. <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. But you play as like the space goose that other anthropomorphic characters run around, and you are like, uh, 
I don't know what you are, like a, a commander of a of yeah, a like you're like a spaceship. soldier because like you're talking yeah. to the the other little character and he's like, I need you to investigate. Did you, did you get a helper yet? Did you get like a companion? Yeah, yeah, I got I got two helpers. I got one just just a regular ass duck. Yeah, the that duck does nothing. <laughs> just follows you. He just follows you around and quacks. Yeah. Uh, and then I did rescue the one guy. In the prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rescued him, and then I got I beat the boss of the first level, and I was like, "Dude, this game is rad." Yeah, I beat the first boss, and it, I got that's a rare achievement for beating a boss in less than a minute. I'm like, that wasn't hard. No, it wasn't so, hard. Like his his pattern is very easy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I played that uh, just to like I was like, ah, I need something to get some achievements, and I was like, all right, because I was doing those quests, and uh, I just downloaded that. And I was like, okay, I'll keep it on my hard drive. <laughs> yeah, that game that game shocked me so much of like how good it actually is when I was playing yeah. it. I was like, this game yeah. is rad. It's it is. And I mean they even like uh they even have the announcer that uh you know, like machine gun. Yeah. Yeah, the metal shotgun. Slug, yeah. yeah. So uh it's it, it's definitely it's metal slug meets contra, I feel like. Yeah, uh, I played that. That's pretty much it. I do I mention this mobile game I've been playing? I mean, I'm addicted to it. What's wrong with that? Okay. Um. So I downloaded BeatStar. I've never uh, heard of this. BeatStar is basically a Guitar Hero game, but you only use your two thumbs, and there's only three chords. Okay. Uh, but they have a lot of songs on it. Uh, it is definitely got that mobile game trope of you're not going to unlock a lot real quick. Um, it's one of those where you kind of you have to unlock card packs that then fill up a box, and then you get a song out of the box once you fill up the box. Um, but uh, it's it's a pretty competent like little Guitar Hero action rhythm game. Uh, there's you know you have to hold notes. There's double notes. There's also notes where you have to swipe left, right, up, down kind of thing. Um, but they have a ton of songs on there of all different genres, rock, hip-hop, uh, electronic, uh, alternative, that kind of thing. Uh, and I don't, for some reason, I, I, I have no desire to ever go back and play Guitar Hero, but this kind of hit that itch a little bit. Mm-hmm. And just unlocking a new song, which granted maybe happens once a day maybe maybe once every two days uh you just keep going getting the perfect so so you you get stars based on how well you do and the stars then level up your profile i have yet to five star a song and it's not because i ha- i messed up the song it's that you have to play it absolutely perfectly so you get rated on how how quick you hit the button but also how accurate you hit the button and it doesn't matter if you inaccurately hit a button it still counts as as you hit it but it's not a perfect it's like a ddr yeah it's definitely a ddr kind of thing where you have to hit it at the right moment and you can't five star something Unless you do it 100% perfectly. And I I can't do that. I can't do that. That's because you're old. I I guess so. (laughs) 
but there's only the problem is there's only three lanes. It doesn't matter. It's 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 switching between and and having the timing, and it's just the older you get, the the harder it becomes to do that. Yeah, but there's there's all kinds of genres on there. I've got uh, I've got Fallout Boy. I've got Little Knots. I've got uh, I just unlocked a Sweet Home Alabama. I mean, so there's, that is there's, that is a plethora right there. Yeah. I mean, it has everything. It has, like, a freaking, what's that song? Cake by the Ocean? I don't know how many times I've played that damn song. Cake by the Ocean. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, but, yeah, I've been addicted to that Beat Star song. Hey, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Hey, Drew, I've been playing a lot of, uh, and I didn't say it here because it's mobile as well, but I've been playing a lot of uh, World Series of Poker on my phone, so I understand. <laughs> Do you play against the well-known World Series of Poker people? Uh, no, I play against whatever schlubs are playing online at the time. Ah, I got you. Okay, I it's didn't know real poker for real money. Oh, so have you made any money? No, I said it's not real poker for real money. Oh, I thought you said it's real poker for real no, money. No, 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 no. I'm too much of a chicken to play real poker for real money online. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's fun to play it in person with your friends, though, for, like, nickels. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what my friends and I usually do if we play is we'll all put 10 bucks in, and then we just all get the exact amount of, like, the same amount of chips, and then we play for the chips, and whoever wins gets the the pot from everybody's 10 bucks. Yep. There you go. That's the best way to do it. Cause then nobody's out any big money. Right. And it's fun. Yep. <sighs> All right, Drew. So what was, what's that game called on the phone? Beat star beat star beat star. Uh, the, like a deep purple. I was thinking highway star. Not, not deep star. I was thinking of beats like, uh, yeah. like the actual, like, vegetable or whatever they are (laughs) that's the Dwight Schrute game beat star yeah I could totally see a mobile game with a little beat like doing some platform jumping or something you'd be surprised I'm sure there is one oh I guarantee it I guarantee you there is no no beat as in you know rhythm beat (laughs) I mean there's probably that too yeah yeah I mean I play that's it though that's that's it all right uh, I will not try to go through each one of these things individually. So last week I didn't have my indie games. Well, I got them, and then I got this week's pack. So that's probably like forty games. Um, so I'll just I'll do some highlights. I will talk about. So, man, they really wanted us to review WRC ten, and I didn't like. Nobody really gets into those games because they're so they're so realistic. So, like, unless you're really into, like, rally racing, it's just not going to be your jam. Uh, so, you know, we'd reviewed quite a few of these, and they, they just kept asking, kept asking. Finally, I was like, all right, look, I'll, I'll do it, but it's going to be, like, two weeks. And then I took it, and I played it, and I was like, wow, yeah, this is still... It, it, nothing against the game. The game is incredible, but it is definitely one of those games that you have to be into rally racing to the point of like it still has the career mode where you like hire people and you 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 have like your budget to like what do you want to focus on do you want better this better that and then like the driving itself is just super realistic um 
But I mean, it's a really good one of those, and it looks incredible on next gen. I mean, it just looks amazing. So, you know, if you're into those, that one's still good. But now I'm going to run through these indie games. Uh, Dandy Ace is basically Hades if it was in the Persona world. So, like, these characters look like they're from a Sega game. Uh, but it is a dungeon roguelike. You pick up powers, kill stuff in the dungeon, rinse, repeat, do the run again. It's actually better than I thought it would be. Uh, plays really good, so... Axis Football 2021, I think I play one of these every year, and every year they suck, and they still suck. That's a bad video game. Uh, why don't I remember The Blind Postman? I don't remember playing that, so I apologize. I apparently did, but I don't remember it. I do remember The Plane Effect, though, which is like just like a little adventure game where you walk around interacting with stuff. You're in like this dark red and black area. And you just basically just walk around and solve solve puzzles. It's okay. Summer sports game 4K edition looks like uh like a Wii game, like a like a an Olympic Wii game, and it's actually not bad. Like it plays really f- like I did the javelin throw and the hurdles and stuff, and it's actually pretty fun. I think it's hilarious that it has a big banner at the top of it that says 4K edition, like that means something, but it's actually better than I thought it would be. I had fun with it. Uh, Crisis Wing is a, a vertical shmup bullet hell. It's really good. It's from East Asia Soft, so if you're into those, you'll probably dig it. It's real hard. Uh, Golf Peaks is a puzzle game where you have like tiles, and then you can... I, I'm trying to explain this. So you have like tiles, and then your your shots have like a certain amount. So like if you want to hit it two tiles, you have to pick the two. And then you, the puzzle comes into the fact that you have to figure out how to bounce it off of things and make it go up, go up and over inclines and things like that. Um, it's actually interesting. I enjoy it. I played through like 10, 10 stages of it. I thought it was pretty neat. Uh, Death Park, I booted up, played like crap, so I turned it off. Mighty Goose, we talked about that. Game's awesome. Drew, I don't know if you booted up that Astria sending that I sent you. No, no. I I looked at a screenshot and said, this is a turn-based RPG. There is no way in hell I'll have time for this. <laughs> it's really good. I'm sure it is, and yeah. it looks great. Yeah. But I, I just, I, dude, come on. I know. I know you don't have time for it, but put it in your back pocket. It, I've got so many things in my back pocket, and I've got something in my front pocket for you. I got something in my front pocket for you. <laughs> It comes every time somebody says my pocket, I think of that. I can't. Um, Astri Ascending is really good. It's made by a bunch of um, Japanese RPG vets. And I think if you're looking for that kind of game, check it. It's on Game Pass, so you can check it out for free. Um,. But no, I was really impressed. I played about an hour of it, and I was like, this is really good. I would like to play this, but like you, Drew, I'm playing Tales of Arise, and I'm playing a couple other games, and I'm just like, I don't have time for this right now, but I'd really like to play it. Um, Don't Touch This Button is like an FPS game where you're just walking forward and picking a button to open the next door. Um, that's about it. 
Nothing Does really. anything happen? I mean, you get stabbed by some spikes. But it, it's just a guessing game, and it's like you got to solve which button you're. But like, eventually there'll be more than one button. It's like, well, you got to pick the right button. I was like, yeah, but if I don't, then I just come back in and try again. Okay. Like, that's not really a puzzle if I can just brute force it. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As Divine Saga is another fucking Chemco RPG maker game. This one impressed. So it's called Gear Shifters, and it is. So this game is like if Spy Hunter was horizontal uh, and had boss fights with like big giant cars. And that's what Gear Shifters is. And I'm not going to lie, I played this for about an hour and I was like, this is really fucking cool. You're basically just driving a car through traffic, shooting other cars, uh, picking up power-ups and fighting bosses. And... It's a hell of a lot better than it has any right to be. I thought it was really cool. A little pricey. I think it's like 30 bucks. I don't know if it's necessarily worth that. But if this was like 20 bucks, I would tell you that you should just go buy it. Because it's really cool. If you like, you know, Spy Hunter kind of games. Uh, X-Zeus, the complete collection, is a on-rails mech shooter. Think something like Panzer Dragoon Saga. And you kind of get the... Or not Saga, Panzer Dragoon. And you kind of get the idea. It's just a mech flying forward, shooting stuff, very arcadey, very old school. Reminds me of a Dreamcast game. Like, I feel like this would be a game that was on the Dreamcast. And that's actually a compliment. Uh, I played Skeletal Avenger. It's a, it's a run-based hack and slash. It's fine. Uh, Aeon Drive. I, you know, this is that game that was like, a, like you can do speed run. Uh, your character can kind of like... Uh, teleport between areas, and the objective is like you've got 25 seconds or something to finish the level, and if you don't finish it in that time, like you start it over. That's not really my jam. It plays really good though, uh, and I like the pixel art style. I just I'm not on the timer. If you put a timer in your game, I kind of don't like you. It's just that's just me. Uh, Connect Tank was a game where you're basically like building. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? So like, like they're like um, cannons. You're building these cannons to shoot at things, and you're just a character inside like a control room. You walk around, you pick up things, you drop them in other things to shoot, and then you have to kind of pick the right, um, the right pieces to knock down the right things. It it's a very like plate spinning style game, uh, but it actually works really well. I thought it was neat. Uh, Little Kite and Maze Mysteries, The Secret of Dragonville are both point-and-click games. Not really my jam. A Juggler's Tale is a side-scrolling platformer. I thought it was alright. It's really got a, like, a macabre feel to it. It's really dark and kind of depressing. Uh, I played too many games, man. I hate running through them so fast. Creepy Tale? like, freaked me out. Like, it's this game where you and your buddy are in, like, the woods picking up mushrooms. And then all of a sudden you come to this house and these big, giant, fucking creepy monsters come out and take your friend inside the house. And this is a game where it's like a puzzle game where you have to solve how to get into the house to rescue your friend. Um, But I'm not gonna lie, that game creeps me the fuck out. Underland is kind of like Lemmings, where you have to get your characters from point A to point B and you kind of got to dig through the ground and, you know, get them down there. 
This next game, I played a little bit more than I thought I was going to, and it kind of weirded me out. It's called Immortal Legacy, the Jade Cipher Console Edition. Um, this is a first-person shooter where I start off the game normal, walk through, shooting some people with a gun. All of a sudden, I'm transported to this island where I run into an influencer named Cookie Pie. And she is like a straight up like Japanese. She got a little hat, little schoolgirl outfit. She got like orange hair. She's taking selfies. But apparently this world I was transported to has dragons. This is a weird fucking game. You, you, uh, what's the point? I mean, you go you go through and you like killing dudes. And then I guess you're going to find some dragons. I only played for about an hour. I didn't see a dragon. But they said dragon like 400 times. I'm assuming wherever I am, they they be dragons. So, what's the point of the influencer? I think she was trying to find her way to this island. Like, think of it like a like you went through a portal to a place that doesn't exist anymore, and she was trying to get there so she could put it on and have her followers be excited. I, I'm not gonna lie; it's completely like. Like, the game starts off and you're a military dude and you're doing, like, military shooter things and then all of a sudden this girl pops up in front of you and she's, like, got her phone and taking selfies and shit and it's, like, weird. Is it a comedy game? I mean, I don't know if it's supposed to be. What's this called? Immortal Legacy, the Jade Cipher Console Edition. It, what's Jesus funny? Christ. What's funny is the description of the game has no spaces. Like, all of what I just said to you is just one block of text. Immortal Legacy, what, what, what? The Jade Cipher Console Edition. I'm not going to lie, the game is better than I better than I thought it would be. It's a VR game also. Oh, it's a VR game. Mm-hmm. Immortal Legacy, the Jade Cipher, is a first-person action-adventure and VR game published by Viva Games eHome Entertainment, developed and released in 2020. Okay, well, this version I'm playing is not VR. Oh, wow. This this looks like a... What the f... I told you, right? What the fuck is this? I told you. This looks like a cross between, like... I don't know, Stalker, but there's also this weird girl there. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's a weird game. Oh god, of course. I'm I'm watching somebody play VR and he, the first thing he's doing is while he's talking to the girl, he's just grabbing her breasts. Of course, Drew, that's how the game industry works. Creepers. All right. I hate video, video games were a mistake. They were. Uh the next game I played is Space Revenge, which is a um isometric uh shooter. Where you play as a, you can play as either a bear or a cat, I think. Because I mean, anthropomorphic animals is is like all the rage right now. I don't know if you knew that, but that is true. Um, I mean, it's competent. I played through the first two levels. I was like, there's nothing really special about this, but it's not like offensive. Um, and then I played Melty Blood Type Lumina. Which is a fighting game, and it's really good. 
I don't know if you've ever played Melty Blood Drew, but that I, I understand that it's it's weeb. It's definitely anime as fuck. But it it's really fun to play. So I'm sure it is. I, I to be honest with you, I, I, once again, I don't have time to dedicate to a fighting game. But I feel like the next fighting game that I may want to dedicate time to will be King of Fighters. Yeah, I'm definitely getting that. Yeah. Uh, the next game I played uh, is the Eternal Cylinder. Now, yes. I have to I have to talk about this game because do you remember Ace Team? No. Okay. So they made uh, Xenoclash. Okay, the 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 weird ass game. Yeah. Okay. Now you're on my page. This is their yeah. new game. It's a weird as shit. So this is a game where you're on this world. You're playing this really creepy looking fucking thing. I forget what they call them. They're like thumb thumb balls or some shit. And you're on this planet where there's a giant cylinder destroying the world, and it's just constantly rolling behind you. And the objective is the game of the game is to um, evolve your character. Like if you eat things from other creatures, like the first thing it does in the tutorial is you see this like grasshopper looking creature. So you eat uh, some of the essence of that grasshopper and all of a sudden your legs sprout to where you can jump like he is jumping. Um, and uh, like you go through the game and you evolve your character and you also create like a collection of other characters with you. So you create like this almost army and your objective is to go across this world and figure out how to stop the cylinder from destroying it. So, and it's really Uh, fucking weird. They make some strange stuff. They made other things too. I can't remember what they are though. Uh, they made that uh, side-scrolling game. What was it called? Um, you could play co-op. We did a video of it. Dave and I played it. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. I can't. What was that game called? Fuck. I don't remember the name of that game. But yeah, they they basically make really weird characters in their games. Um, but usually their games are very interesting. Like, Xenoclash is super interesting. Both of them are. Like, it's a first-person melee-focused RPG. Which is really weird. Uh, speaking... A bunch of bird creatures and animal creatures. Yeah, yeah. Like, their their art design is, is unlike anything else I've ever seen. Speaking of RPGs, uh, I got to play a little bit of that Schwan Wan Seven Sword. Sword 7? Whatever. I don't know. This is a weird name for a game. That game is really fucking high quality, dude. Like, I was shocked at how good that game plays. Um, You really kind of have to... <clears throat> excuse me. You really kind of have to be into exposition, though, because there's a lot of cutscenes. <clears throat> Reminds me a lot of, um, like, old PS2 RPGs where, like, you would sit there and literally put your controller down the cutscene was so long. Um, it reminds me of that, but like when you're actually like that game has so much like high quality production values that I can't get over. Like, man, it's really good. I can't, 
I can't talk about that enough of like just how shocked I was at how this feels like a game that somebody would get behind. You know what I mean? Like a publisher would get behind and say, Hey, this is our new big game. You need to check it out. Like it's got that level of, of polish. So uh, I was really impressed by that. This next game, Drew, I think you should buy it. Straight up, huh? It's called Unmetal. Unmetal? Unmetal. And All one word? Yeah, one word. It is a parody of the original Metal Gear Solid. Not Metal Gear Solid, I'm sorry. Metal Gear. The and, first Metal Gear. Yes. Metal Gear. And it is fucking hilarious. And it plays really well. So the way the game is structured is you start off in like you've been captured and you're being interrogated by the military. And your description of what happened is what you're playing. So like every time you have to say something to the to the military that you're talking to, you actually have to do it in the game. So like they're like, how did you escape from your cell? And you're like, oh, well, I found a key um, by doing this thing. I pretended to be, you know, hung or something. And then the guard came in and I took the key. And he's like, well, then how did you write the note for the guard? He's like, I used toilet paper with a rusty, with a piece of the rusty bed, but it was tearing through the toilet paper, but I had to use my blood. And then you actually have to do that in the game. <laughs> it's just, it's so fucking stupid. You can make up what you're going to do and then you have to do it. Uh, you don't make it up, but like, you, I don't, I don't know how to describe it other than like, it's so stupid what he says you're going to do, but then you go into the game and you actually do it. It's not like a scribble knots where you type in what you're going to do and then it happens. Okay. 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 But like, it's all voice acted and it's all really well written. It's just recently come on Xbox. Yeah, it dropped on Xbox this week. I think it's been out on PC for a little while. Uh, and I think it dropped on Switch last week. But I've been looking forward to playing this game. I know Anthony and I had talked about this game quite a bit uh, over the last couple months. Uh, but then I finally got to play it. And I'm like, dude, I am 100% in on this game. It is, it is really cool. And the best part is, is that it plays really well. Um. Oh, you actually can dictate some things. Like, it'll give you a choice. Like, it'll give you just a number on the screen. Uh, and the first one was, like, it just said one or two. And I was like, well, what do I pick? So I picked one. And then the guy that I'm playing is like, there was one guard. So it ended up only having me see one guard instead of two. And I thought that was interesting. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's really good. Another really shocking game is Chernobylite. I haven't played... Um, as much of it as I'd wanted to. But think of it like a first-person horror game uh, with shooter aspects, kind of similar to Metro, but a lot scarier. I know Drew's immediately out when I said Metro, by the way. But I, um, I'm sorry, I just could not get into Metro. No, that's fine. I, I totally understand. I just know that, I, I, um, that you're not into Metro. Sorry, people are texting me, and I'm trying to, like, type and talk at the same time. It's very disconcerting. Uh, I also picked up the Castlevania Advance Collection. I did not get that for review. I did not get that in the codes. I actually just straight up bought it, and it's awesome. 
Ain't gonna lie, it's awesome. What does that come with? Uh, Harmony of Despair, Circle of the Moon, oh fuck, uh, Dracula X, and there's a fourth one. Portrait of Ruin? Yeah, Portrait of Ruin. Okay. So those are the four games you get with that. Dracula X is weird, because that's the Super Nintendo version of Rondo of Blood, and it's just a weird inclusion. Like, why wouldn't you just give us Rondo of Blood? Yeah. Because that Super Nintendo version was definitely stripped down. Um, so no, I'm playing that. That's that's actually Konami's best collection so far because it has like a music player, and it has like an encyclopedia that tells you all about the enemies and shit. Uh, it also has a rewind feature, which is a godsend in Castlevania. Yeah, no kidding. So it's definitely worth twenty bucks. I I I not picked it up because I was busy playing other stuff, but then I was like, you know what, Drew, I'm not like you. I can't hoard my points. I had twenty dollars worth of points. So I use it to buy Castlevania collection. I am just about enough points to get an entire year of Game Pass. So I got I fucked on the the spoopy uh, five hundred point win this month because I have literally gotten the easy achievement in all of those games. Every one of them. Yeah, I haven't even looked at it yet. So yeah, Dead by Daylight is the only game I don't have achievements in, and I looked at that game, and there are no easy achievements in that game. I, well, there are. No reasons to want to play Dead by Daylight, if you ask me. No, there's not. <coughs> Excuse me. Hold on. I oh, would, goodness. Uh, I would rather play Fire the 13th over again. Oh, 100%. So the last two games I'm playing, I can't tell you about. I apologize. Can Those you are tell the... me what they are? I can tell you what they are. Um, I'm playing Alan Wake Remastered. Okay. And I'm playing Far Cry 6. It's so, uh, okay. funny. it's so funny that you can't talk about Alan Wake Remastered. I know. I know. Have they added anything to it? Like, you're going to ask me and I'm going to answer. I, I, I guess my <laughs> question... I mean, well, have, they not, have they not said anything in like a press release? It has a new ending or it, something it, well, it like has, that. It has the original game and the two DLCs. It does not have American Nightmare. Well, there you go. Yeah. So I can tell you what's included in it, but uh, beyond that, I can't tell you. And it's not like I would like know, right? Like, how long has it been since I played Alan Wake? I remember the ending like so vividly. Like, the, I still use that line from time to time because I think it's funny. I know they played David Bowie at the end. That was it. Yeah. So I'll be talking about that game and Far Cry Six next week. Um, I was so far behind. I know, Drew, I spammed your email yesterday morning, but I wrote up two reviews and I was halfway through a third one before I got distracted and went off and did something else. So I got to finish that and then I got to write Alan Wake and Far Cry for this week. So I'll be talking about those two games next week. Gotcha. It's a busy time. I love this time of year. But anyway... Let's talk about what's out this week. There's a lot. Uh, Alan Wake Remastered. This is for Series X, PS5. So, Alan, what's that? Only? No, 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 no. I'm telling you, I'm about to name you the ne- the new releases for Series X, PS5. Gotcha, okay. Uh, Alan Wake Remastered. Exophobia. Hell Let Loose. This next game, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of looking forward to playing. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. 
What's that Smash Brothers game? Yeah, Smash Brothers with fucking Powder Toast Man and Ren and Stimpy and shit like that. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles in it. April O'Neil's in it. I'm going to play that game, Drew. Ain't going to lie to you. Okay. okay. Uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. That's I heard out. that's actually really good. It, it is. I wrote my review this weekend. Um, so last week you could get it if you did like the fucking stupid edition. And then this week is if you just want to buy the regular game. That game is really good. They did change the physics of some of those old school like jumps and shit that you used to be able to do. Like they're not there anymore. So people, some people are going to be upset. But if you're just looking for monkey ball content, dude, this game's got like 300 fucking stages, like 12 mini games, and you can play as fucking Kiryu in the ball. Okay? That's hilarious. Okay. If you want to roll around as Kiryu, you can. Do, if you want to roll around as a Dreamcast, you can do that. Monkey ball, bitches. Is it Sonic the Hedgehog in it too? Yeah, of course Sonic's in it. Sonic, motherfucking hedgehog. No, if you like, if you like Super Monkey Ball, you should check it out. It's really good. Back for Blood is out like, this week. That, that that's finally coming out, huh? Yep, yep, finally coming out. It's coming to Game Pass. And it's coming to everything. So, Far Cry 6, also out this week, as well as Moon Glow Bay. I really want to play Far Cry 6, but once again, I do not have the time, so I might as well wait until it's possibly cheaper. It's a Ubisoft game. Yeah, it'll be cheaper soon. Yeah. Thirty nine ninety nine in about three to four months. Probably. No, not even that long. It'll be... It'll be cheap on Black Friday. Yeah, I'd say easily yeah. before December it'll be on sale. Um, And that game's going to have some like ridiculous DLC. Have you forgotten all the DLCs? So you got the three DLCs with like the former villains. Um, I guess they're also going to be putting out like a, a Far Cry Blood Dragon remaster. And it's got crossovers with what is it? Stranger Things, Rambo, and Danny Trejo? Yeah. I mean, this game is packed full of shit, dude. So yeah, that's out this week. Uh, Away, the survival series. Uh, Jet, the Far Shore, which is the sequel to Lone Far Sails, which I really loved. So I'm looking forward to Jet, the Far Shore. Uh, Puzzle Bobble 3D, Vacation Odyssey. And Art of Rally makes its way over to PlayStation 5 this week know what art of rally is uh it's on game pass i didn't think it was all that great the isometric rally game yeah i played it for about i don't know half hour and i was like eh. so is it kind of like uh uh iron man stewart super off-road no oh okay no it's um it's did, did you play uh what was that drifting game that came out a while back? Like Eternal Drift or some shit? It's like, it's very arcadey and it's meant to be more about the style than the substance. Yeah, no is the answer. I did not play that game because okay. I don't play anything ever. That's true. That's true. Uh, Alright, PS4, Xbox One, Alan Wake Remastered is coming to that as well. Away, the survival series. BPM, which is bullets per minute. Uh, Exophobia, Jet, a lot of the same games. Rainbow Billy, The Curse of the Leviathan is coming out this week. Good old Rainbow Billy. Rainbow Billy. 
Um, Wraith, The Oblivion Afterlife, and Wasteland 3, Cult of the Holy Detonation. That's a great name for a, an expansion pack. Uh, Xbox, all the same stuff. Uh, so let's move over to the Switch. It's time for the Switch. Switch update. What's on your Switch this week? You want to know? I'll tell you. Whew, we got Tori 2. Agatha Christie, Hercule Poirot, Poirot, Poirot? How do you say that? Hercule Poirot. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Poirot. Dude, don't look at me. I'm not cultured. Hercule Poirot. Poirot. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, a Bel- he's a Belgian detective. Okay, well that's out this week for Switch. Amani Switch. Uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes. Rims Racing. Monkey Ball, Rainbow Billy, all those Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Balloon Pop, Learning Letters, Numbers, Colors, Game for Kids. I wonder what that's about. I don't know. Let's let's look it up. Uh, business Tour <laughs> Deluxe. Uh, Creepy Tale 2, Drum Box. Uh, Gang Beasts making its way over to the Switch. Infinite Core, Cyberpunk Card Game. Jackaxe. That's, that's a good name, Jackaxe. <laughs> <laughs> if that was a game about lumberjacks being dumbasses doing stunts, I would totally play that game. I will say that Gang Beasts is the only game like that that's actually any fun. Like the uh, oh, goofy controls, human physics style control. Yeah, Gang Beasts is actually kind of fun because it's like a fighting game with those physics. So, uh, Lotus Bloom. No Longer Home, Panda Ball, Panmorphia, Prehistoric Life Puzzles. <laughs> what the fuck? What's a prehistoric life puzzle? Uh, Pretty Girls Mahjong Solitaire. Bet you know what that's about. Uh, the Light Bringer, The Marauder Chronicles, Curse Over Valdria. Alright, uh, AAA Clock, Bouncy Bullets 2, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus Premium Edition, Fantasy Friends Under the Sea, Lord of the Click 2, Road 96, Slice of Life, Tetris Effect Connected, and finally we have the Nintendo Switch OLED alongside Metroid Dread. Metroid's out this week. Anybody excited besides me? Nope. Yeah, I mean, sure, but I mean, when the hell am I going to play it? I mean, it's Metroid. It's true. Metroid is... God, it's been too long without a Metroid game. (sighs) I need a Metroid game. All right, let's do some news. You want to do some news? We can do some news. Sure. We got a couple of purchases this week. Uh, Sony has purchased Bluepoint Studios. Feels like uh, somewhat inevitable. Yeah, like I think this leaked a while back, and then I guess we're just now confirming it. So, who knows? Everybody thought they were working on a Metal Gear remake, and I don't believe that's what they're working on, but people just keep want to keep bringing that up. Uh, Netflix has acquired Night School Studio. 
which I believe this is Netflix's first video game studio acquisition. I'm pretty sure it is. So um, are they going to be making video games, or are they going to be making Netflix? No, shows? they they're they've been talking about getting into the video games for a long time. And okay. So do you know who Night School Studio is? Yeah, it's the people that made uh, After Party and the people that made Oxen Free. That is correct. After Party is a fantastic game. I hope Netflix is better at uh, buying these companies and doing something with them than like Amazon was and Google was. Yeah, no kidding, right? Because if you remember, Amazon was the company that bought the studio that, that rebooted Killer Instinct and also made that Strider game. Remember them? I do. Yep. Yeah, they were they were on a roll. Like they started with that Green Lantern game that was better than it had any right to be, and then that Strider reboot, which was really good, and then they rebooted Killer Instinct, and they're like, "Man, we're the hottest studio on the planet." <gasps> Amazon bought us, and now we're dead. I mean, how like deflating does that have to be? Like you 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 go up 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 just to get purchased, and then like disintegrated. Yep. Uh, speaking of Amazon, and maybe you guys have talked about it, have, have any of you guys played the New World? No, I keep seeing people online talk about it, and I just keep wondering how long is it going to be before they move back to the other two. Yeah, I was just curious. I haven't played it either, but uh, yeah, is it free or like do you pay for it or like how does it work? I I don't even know. Okay, I, I yeah, know. I've just heard some people say that it's pretty good. Yeah, um, I'd heard it was really good, but. I I don't nobody said why. I feel yeah, like that I, I haven't heard that I haven't heard why either. I've just heard that it's really good and then Amazon cuz I'm a Prime member obviously so by the the Amazon Prime rewards have some rewards for it right now. Um but I haven't had anybody tell me that it's any good. It's it's so or weird. Not, not that it isn't any good. I haven't had anybody tell me why it's so good. I feel it it almost feels like it was fake. Because, like, I saw the number crop up this past week on Twitter. Like, this game had more people logging into it than, like, any other game ever. Like, it was somewhere like five, seven, like, five, six, seven hundred thousand people were logging in. I was like, I had never heard of this game until today. Right. Like, who's playing this? Why is it? Like, I haven't even seen a screenshot of it. Like, how is a game this big, but... Uh, yeah, I've seen screens for it. I haven't. Like, I haven't seen anything. I don't even know if it's, like, fantasy, or if it's, like... What is it? You know? Yeah, it it looks like it's, like, um... Yeah, it does look like it has some fantasy sort of elements. Um, <laughs> looks like... It looks... It looks, um... Aesthetically at least in terms of the character designs and stuff, looks similar to, like, Greedfall. Man, it's so weird to think that there's a game out there that is just absolutely massive, and, like, I've not even seen it. Like, I don't play Roblox, but I've seen it. I know what it is. Yeah. But, like, and, like, Warframe is huge. I've seen it. I know what it looks like. Right. But this game comes out of nowhere. I hear people talking about it. I don't even see like videos or screenshots or people posting like, look what I did in the new world. Cause that's always the thing people do with new games. Like, look what I did. And I have not seen anybody. Okay. That, yeah, that looks like a fucking 
It kind of looks like Bloodborne. I think it's a hat. Yeah, it's it's got like I said, it's got that sort of Greedfall kind of. Uh, it's that same time period. So it's third person. It's an MMO. Okay. Is it like real time combat? Oh, that looks Revolutionary War shit. Yeah. What is that running? T- what the fuck is that running? Is that like fucking the merman? Is that what that is? Yeah, it looks like a zombie or a merman or something. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's a weird looking video game. So, yeah, I don't know. Again, I, like you, have heard people say that it's good, but nobody really has said why. Um, or, like, uh, let me put it this way. I've seen a whole bunch of chatter online about how good it is, but nobody I know live and in person has ever actually played it. Dude, I, I, this is like a this is this is a joke, right? Like this is some kind of phenomenon, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm trying to figure Hopefully. this out. Like you have literally shown me a thousand percent more than I've ever seen of this game. Hopefully, some of our listeners have played it. You know, I think um, uh, I think Terrence has played it. Okay. Like, I, I haven't even seen him tweet about it. I thought I saw him mention having played it, but I don't remember. Well, he's Maybe banned from Twitter right now. Oh, is he really? <laughs> he said something to William Shatner that he got banned for harassment. <laughs> wow. Which is peak 2021, if if I'm being honest right now. Funny. Did Anthony just join this show? Who is this? Maybe he did. And he did join the show. Oh, shit. Hey, look at that late join. <laughs> I tell you what, Anthony, I don't want to ever hear you talk shit about <laughs> being late again. Okay, my one to your 100. You're right. Those are equal. Your, your one is an hour and 15 minutes. My one was because I was fixing a car. Your own, I hope? Yes. But okay. Please. <laughs> Doing nice things for others. Does that sound like me? Absolutely not. Holy shit. Well, welcome to the show. We're already in the news and we're talking about the new world. Oh, is that what I'm looking at? Yeah, thank you. Nobody knows what this game is. (laughs) Well, no one can log into it. I asked Ken right before you you joined if anybody on the show has been playing it because I've heard a lot of positive feedback online about it. Um, But then we were just talking about the fact that we don't know anybody in person who's actually playing it. No, I, it's not a game. I don't play MMOs, so I can't speak to that. But the <laughs> the fact that I've never seen what the game looked like, I thought these were like pictures of Greedfall. <laughs> yeah. But like sections of Greedfall I've never seen. Like I'm like, is this the uh, enhanced edition of Greedfall? <laughs> like, I think this is, I think, I think the new world's a fake video game. I think this is a conspiracy well, no one can sign into it, right? Like that's I'm assuming the story of like how how long the wait times are and stuff. I, I didn't even have a news story about this game. Oh, okay. I forget well, where where I how did that... we get on this conversation about the new world? I asked. I I just asked because you said something about Amazon. Oh, He's that's right. We're sponsored. We're sponsored by them. <laughs> we're sponsored by a video game I've never seen. And none of us have never played. Yeah, like I don't, I don't even know. Like I saw people post like their queue thing, like I can't get in, I can't get in. But like once everybody got in and was playing, like I was telling one, but I, I never seen like nobody post like a, like a video, like look what I did, or here's a screenshot of my character, like nothing. 
I have no no fucking clue what's going on. It's because they're trapped in the game. So it's Polybius. It's Polybius all over again. Okay. Okay. Alright. God, I'm glad you're here, Anthony, because I knew you were going to be excited about this news. So apparently Konami is reviving a bunch of their franchises, right? Castlevania, Metal Gear, Silent Hill. Yeah. Which then led to Gamatsu running the story that, well, Kojima's back on board with Konami and Sony is funding a Silent Hill game. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I don't know. How many times can we go through this? I mean, until it comes out, Anthony. The, The meme of the kid riding a bike and then sticking <laughs> sticking the stick or whatever through the front spokes <laughs> and like blaming someone else that's what i feel like every time a rumor comes up the people start the rumors get upset the rumors aren't true like yeah i believe the konami stuff i believe konami is looking to revitalize their franchise cuz video games yeah. are big money right now but well and and they're and arcades aren't yeah still right so um you know, and it's not like Konami has, despite Konami not remaking video games anymore, I do see a lot of Konami properties as video games still. So I'm not surprised, but the Kojima back on board stuff. That, that would, that would if, if all the rumors are true, think about this. If all the rumors are true, Kojima Productions is working on Death Stranding 2, a cloud-based game exclusive to the Xbox platform, and Silent Hills. At the same time. I thought I thought Abandon was Silent Hills. Well, he's also part of that, too. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Whatever happened to Abandon? Like, weren't we supposed to have well, another abandoned. teaser by now? <laughs> oh, it, that it was never a thing. Oh, it, was a, it was a grift that went too far. Yeah. So... Uh, speaking of rumors, <clears throat> we can't have a week go by without a Switch Pro rumor. That came out of Bloomberg. Bunch of developers have Bloomberg. a four have a four K kit. This is the second time Bloomberg has said this, and it's the second time Nintendo has specifically come out and responded to Bloomberg and said this is not a thing. Yep. And people have taken that as a oh, well, clearly this means it's real. No, what? because I saw a good point made on another podcast that Nintendo cannot lie about its existence because they can't lie to the shareholders. So the fact that they're vehemently denying this, I'd pretty much say that it's not... Even if there's going to be one, it ain't happening anytime soon. Like, there's no plans for it right now. Not only that, but you know, Nintendo is um, <clears throat> launching a new Switch this week, so... Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I love rumors. Let's do some more rumors. Uh, well, this is not really a rumor, but uh, the GTA trilogy was rated in Korea. So that thing's still floating around. Um. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's been on the rumor mill for a while, and I think Rockstar. Keep... Oh, sorry. Well, I was gonna say Rockstar. Well, Rockstar 2K. I think it's 2K technically. Yeah, uh, has been taking down more mods for GTA 3, and oh. that series of games, that trilogy. So, um, you know, and like, why would you do that? 
type of thing when those mods have existed for decades at this point. Yeah, I I think so. this was initially supposed to come out in October, and I think it got a little delay, so I think we're going to see it in November. So I would expect them to maybe announce it this month and uh, announce it coming next month. That'd be my guess. Uh, here's a rumor. Hasbro is currently working on a AAA G.I. Joe game. Okay. I'm, I'm sure it won't be AAA. Really? You don't think it'll be AAA? No. It's it's like the same... They, it's the same ones that they, were working on that Dungeons & Dragons game, right? They okayed, they okayed that game, Mel Game. Yeah, they did. So, like, what's their... What's their... What's their... <laughs> What do they think AAA is? <laughs> God, it ain't that game, Mill Game. I can tell you that. Ooh. Even my son didn't enjoy that game, and, and, and he likes games that control like shit. So, there's that. Uh, Scorn has been delayed to 2022. Remember that game? Yeah, that game. It, uh, that game could be vaporware at this point. I don't remember that. That's game. That's the game with the wall, game. the wall penis. I definitely don't remember that. <laughs> Do you, um, it it's the alien uh, HR Giger looking game. Um, the Easy Allies was um, promoted or uh, promoted it, I guess, or whatever. It's um, were sponsored by it for a while. Um, it, it's very weird, like body horror sort of stuff, but obviously like in the look of H.R. Giger's paintings. Um, yeah. Agony, I guess, kind of rode the back of that and came out first, uh, but Agony was terrible. Yeah, if you just Google image search scorn, you'll see some some things, Warm. man. That game is, is kind of gross, but it's been delayed to 2022. In case you were looking forward to it. Monster Hunter Rise is coming to PC. That was announced at TGS this yeah, week. Yeah, I kind of expected that to happen, but... Yeah, I, I, would, I would assume it's going to come after that expansion that's out for the summer uh, for the Switch. They already said that that was coming to PC. Yeah, it, I think they just wanted to like give a window for the Switch version to kind of flourish. And then now it'll come to PC, which makes sense. Uh, TGS also, Xbox, you know, had their little showcase and basically there wasn't much. Uh, Scarlet Nexus came to Game Pass and AI Insomnium Files also was released on Xbox and also into Game Pass. I don't even know what Scarlet Nexus is. It's uh, Bandai Namco's new action RPG. It's actually really good. Like, shockingly good. So... Uh, Lucid Games, uh, the developers behind Destruction All-Stars, are apparently the team that will be heading up the Twisted Metal reboot over at Sony, and it's going to be free to play? Question and David Jaffe is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much you could pair that last part with any headline that's come out of the industry for the last 20 years. I mean, he, I he legitimately... They, and David Jaffe is pissed about it. Well, I mean, did and you I, did you see I the the dragon? And David Jaffe is pissed. Did you see the quote that came out of the the video that he that he posted about no. about how he knew where the bodies were buried? 
Oh, oh yeah, you showed me that. <laughs> so, so what he basically is saying is he knows about wrongdoings. I don't know to which what level, and he will protect them. Like, like in the world of Me Too and like currently Activision Blizzard, you know. Yeah, if you were good dude, you knew some... where the bodies were buried. You just tell people where the bodies were buried. Like, what? Like, what? A, what a champion, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck David Jaffe. Good lord. Uh, oh, here it comes. You're going to be the new Drew. He's going to come after you on the Twitter. <laughs> He's come Thank after you. you. All right. I'm, I'm here for this content. To... I'm here for this content. I want to see you. I'll block and... the old man. I'll block <laughs> the old man and still talk shit. <laughs> what games have you made? None. <laughs> so I don't have any bad. I don't. <laughs> I didn't make Drawn to Death. That's my <laughs> claim to fame. I don't think anybody made drawn to death. Oh well, David Jaffe's name was on it, so he gets that fucking burden to bear. All right. Uh, do you want to know what your free games are for the month of October? Yes. PlayStation, you get Hell Let Loose for PlayStation Five. I don't even know what that is. That, that is a World War Two first-person shooter, I believe. Okay. Uh, for PS4, you get uh, PGA Tour 2K21 and Mortal Kombat X. Okay. It's They've weird. given away Mortal Kombat X before. Have they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Huh. It's interesting that it's Mortal Kombat X and not Mortal Kombat XL. Yeah, or in Mortal Kombat 11, considering it's been out for however long it's been out. Yeah, but MK11 still selling. <laughs> That's true. I guess. Mortal Kombat 11 and Mario Kart are like the two games that just keep on selling. I don't understand how everybody doesn't own it already. I know, I don't right? Understand that about Mario Kart either. So, well, that's true. Like, how many? Like, is Mario Kart almost a one to one for the Switch at this point? I'd assume uh, it so. should be. Fucking Mario Kart, man. Uh, for Xbox, magnets. Li- how do they work? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for Xbox, at least we get something spoopy for the month of October. Uh, for Xbox One, you get Arrow, which is better than it has any right to be. Uh, and Hover, which is not great. Um, and then, oh, I apologize, Drew. Uh, maybe Anthony has a better answer because I don't have the list. Uh, on Xbox for Games with Gold this month is Castlevania Harmony of Despair and Resident Evil Code Veronica X. For Xbox 360. So Harmony of Despair is not on the Advanced Collection. What is the other Castlevania? Harmony, Harmony of Dissonance. Sorry, which... Okay. You just said two different Castlevania games. Which one are we referring to? So the 360, to about? Well, the 360 game was Harmony of Despair, which is the free game this month. But uh, Drew asked yes. me what was on the Advanced Collection of Castlevania because I talked Harmony about Harmony of Despair, or Harmony of... Dissonance. Dissonance. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Aria of Sorrow, uh, Circle of the Moon, Dracula X. Yeah, that's right. There's your four games. Sure. That are Harmony, of Di- Harmony of Despair is the um, multiplayer. weird multiplayer, multiplayer action game. Yeah. I actually really got into that game for a while. I wish it's they great, wouldn't but have... I can't see the characters. I, I wish they wouldn't have named two Castlevania games so close together with Harmony of something. It's just... Yeah. Awkward. So Portrait of Ruin is not in that collection. No, because it's a DS game. That's yep. right. And this is so the you, advanced hoping, collection. I'm hoping they ask Capcom for their 
DS emulator for the ZX collection that they used. Um, because uh, that's Portrait of Ruin, Order of Ecclesia, and uh, Dawn of Sorrow, and all those games are super expensive now. I mean, they really just need to get that Symphony of the Night, Rondo of Blood collection out as well on the Switch and Xbox. On the Switch, didn't yeah. They, well, yeah. So, didn't they, didn't they make a collection like that for the PSP, I think it was? Well, it's on PlayStation. It's, the, it's only on PlayStation, so like I feel... It was the Dracula X collection, I believe is what it's called. Chronicles. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dracula X Chronicles and the Dracula X Chronicles versions of Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood are the versions that are used in the PS4 game. You know how many people just assume Symphony of the Night is on the Switch and it's not? Well, okay, so um, it's funny you mentioned that because a lot of people were saying, I don't know why they haven't done a collection of Symphony of the Night and uh, Rondo of Blood. And I'm like, it, it, there is one, just not anywhere. It's not on <laughs> anything but PlayStation. It's just on PlayStation, yeah. Like, um, the amount of people that don't know that collection exists. Is the uh, is the Xbox Live Arcade version of Symphony of the Night backwards compatible on the yes. Xbox Yes, S but that is a I mean. that is kind of a beat down version. That's not yeah yeah unfortunately, but yeah, it is. And actually, I think they gave that away a few months ago on Games with Gold. Oh really? I yeah, I know. So. I know they gave it away at some point in the past on Games with Gold. Yeah, the Symphony of the Night. I I I just feel like that game, Rondo of Blood, and like Anthony said, the the DS games should make another collection. Um, I just I don't understand how Symphony has not made it anywhere else except for that collection. I'm wondering if like that's one of those shitty Sony contracts where they're like, you can't put this anywhere else. Yeah, I fucking hate those contracts. I hate them. Yeah, well, they didn't have Sony didn't have any hand in the publishing or anything like that for Symphony of the Night, did they? When no, but a lot of times, a lot of times they'll write these contracts to put like, so if you put this game on our machine, you can't put it anywhere else. That's in the contract. Yeah. And it's so fucking stupid, man. I get so sick of those. And it's not like Microsoft doesn't do it. You know, they do it, but obviously they don't sign it for as long because you hear about games. Like, I saw the Ascent uh, Twitter was out there saying that the PS5 version, they hear you and stay tuned and all this stuff. So, like, I'm assuming that's coming soon. And I know Stalker 2 is already like, yeah, it's coming to PlayStation, but not till like, six months after the you know, the Xbox version or whatever. Like, I hate all of these things. Like, when you pay to keep something off another console, I don't like you. Like, that's just a shitty practice. I don't like it. Yeah, I think the I... only way I support it is if the uh, whoever's paying for it is paying because the game's not going to get made otherwise. Yeah, that, those things I have, like, Nintendo and Bayonetta, no problem. Right. No right. problem whatsoever. They, that game was not going to get made. Nintendo paid to have it made, I'm okay with it. That's fine. But when you just literally put in your contract, like, you can't put this on Nintendo or Xbox or PlayStation, you know, for this many months, and you can't even talk about that version, you know, fuck you. That yeah, that's stu- that, that stuff is stupid. Anyway, uh, that's all the news that I have. I think... Uh, so let me close that. Doop 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 doop. Everybody retweeted our tweet, but like nobody responded to it. I love how that works. 
I do have some emails though, and I do have one that I hold on to because I knew Drew would be back, and I knew Ryan would be back, and it's from Eeyore Kara. So come on, let's hang on and let's go. Oh Lord. Go. Hello. Hey yo, it's Eeyore Kara. How about that AEW match, Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was uh, tremendous. One of the best TV matches of the last several years. Who won? Nobody. It was a 30-minute time limit draw. That's like the Marvel versus DC comics. <laughs> Nobody won. Uh, someone said Anthony is amazing because he never misses a show, even when he's sick. Well, Drew once saw God, and he's still around here and there, so that kind of makes Drew number one. That's fine. Saw God that one time <laughs> when I had swine flu. All right, this next this next paragraph might make you a little uncomfortable. All um, right, let's do it. Might have been last week or week before. Ken, you revealed that you drink Coke daily. Bro, so did I until one morning I woke up with pain. I knew something was wrong. Went to the ER, found out I had a kidney stone. So it was there forever. I end up pissing it out of my dick. That's usually how you pass kidney stones. Uh, fucking stones. <laughs> he has to tell us all about his A massive stone through my massive eight-inch limp. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Somebody's embellishing here. <laughs> Imagine that. So now, since then, I've been drinking water and Coke just to balance it out. I've always drink water. I drink water every day. Uh, the other week when Anthony was explaining his best feeling, that dawn at the petrol station feeling, something in the air, yeah, man, I totally know that feeling so good. They don't happen often, but when they do, it's like tits. It's great. <laughs> Jesus. I don't really emphasize my feelings, but okay. Uh, guys, let's go deep. Lately, I've been thinking about life and death. What is life? Life is odd, but I've been thinking, just enjoy it. It's all good. Enjoy the little things. Just do things that make you happy. Life's too short. Then I think about death. I don't want to die. I really hope after death, there's another stage of life somewhere. I want this life, this brain, my brain. Who am I to continue somewhere else? Who knows, but it scares me. I think, will I make it to 50? Will I make it to 60? Life is crazy. Anyhow, I don't know, sometimes I get uh, a feeling my life will end early. It's so weird. The other day my wife had a feeling that I won't be around anymore. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that. Is she going to kill you? That was that was my thought in my head. I was like, she she plotting? You have to kill you, you're not going to be around much longer, so. Uh, I was like, holy, f I told her. What I felt like, and it was odd. Anyhow, boys, if you could listen to one song for the rest of your life, only one song, no matter how many times you listen to it, whenever you put on music, it must be one song only for the rest of your life. What track would it be? Mine would be Smack My Bitch Up by Prodigy. <laughs> wow. All right, one song, rest of your life. You can only listen to it. What do you got? That wouldn't even be the Prodigy song I'd choose. Would be Firestarters. No, 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 no. I'd go with uh, Out of Space off of their first album. I just listened to the Firestarter where all the music is cut out of it, and it's just the yeah, the, <laughs> the best thing ever. The music, musicless music videos with Firestarter, where when he starts head banging, it's just him sneezing constantly. <laughs> yep. No, I actually, I actually know the song that I would pick. 
It's 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 one of my. It, I mean, it's legitimately probably my favorite song. But it is uh, the track exhausted off of the debut Foo Fighter record. I love that song. So what's the? I, I think I've, I think I'm I'm missing the plot of the question here. Is it what song could we listen to over and over again? But you only. But that's the only song you get. Oh, for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life, you can only listen to one song, and you you know you literally will listen to it over and over again. Okay. Um. Well, I think my favorite song is a song called Summer Highland Falls by Billy Joel, so I guess I'll pick that. Okay. Drew, do you have a song? God, I don't even know. I would say I'm going to be proper redneck and probably say Freebird. <laughs> so whenever you, go to a, whenever you go That's to a, a show... That's a good you choice, get... actually, because it means, it means you get fewer repetitions because it's so long. That's yeah, true. true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. To be honest with you, it's, that's a hard one. There's a lot of great songs out there, but I don't mean I. I absolutely love Leonard Skinner. I have since I was a kid. Mom, I, I grew up with it because my mom was a huge like Southern rock person. And okay. as far as his emo goes, with the whole you know thinking about life and death things, let me tell you something, man. My mom passed away about three months ago. For the past probably three months. That's all I've thought about because, you know, I sat there with her when she passed and I am glad I was there with her at the same time. I am. You can't help but think about that time. Yeah. And you, you start to think about that. I say the right things Did I talk to her enough, you know, and um, you start to think about your own, your own mortality whenever you see somebody you close, you're close to go. And, um, I can say this, I asked my mom point blank, are you ready to go? And she said, yes. And there was zero fear in that woman's eyes. And I think to myself, when that time comes from me, well, I have no fear. And that makes me nervous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the. Yeah, that's the that's the the question, right? That's the ideal. Yeah. See, my my mom had suffered for a long time. You know, she she was diagnosed with COPD and literally couldn't breathe most of the time. And it got to the point the last probably year of her life, she she couldn't even get up. Like she like if she stood up and tried to walk like five steps, her oxygen would drop so bad that she would collapse. So she t- she lost a lot of her freedom. You know, she she couldn't get up. She had to have my dad to help her with everything. And I I could see if somebody had suffered with an illness for so long, yeah, I'm ready to be done with this. You know. Yeah. But when it comes to somebody who's, you know, I would say I'm relatively healthy. If somebody said, Hey, you're dying today, are you ready? I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not you know. No, no way. I don't know. Yeah, I, I take the, the, the I was just gonna say I think that's the ideal, right? Is to be ready to go when it's your time. Yeah. So. I think t- take taking solace in the fact that, that my mom is not suffering anymore is probably the best thing for me. I yeah, I mean dude, I'll tell you, I I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like I've I've had some fucking sleepless nights because of it. 
I just, you know, I go back to that day and I go back to, you know, you start thinking about infinity and like what happens after you die? Where Well, I see these people again. I don't know. You know, religion tries to answer that question, you know, different types of philosophies do too. But at the end of the day, nobody knows. And I think my dad said, that's what makes life special. Because we don't know, we don't know what happens at the end. So we need to live the life that we can the way we want it. Yeah. I think that's very wise. Indeed it is. It's 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 something I don't like to kind of sit around and think about because it'll it'll make me question too much of like how am I going to feel? When when is that going to happen? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That was a hard conversation to have, I'll tell you. Yeah. It is it is never an easy conversation to deal with death. Yeah. Dad, he was too choked up to ask. Yeah. I can see that. I totally can yeah, see that. Sure. So I I sat down and asked, and I mean, she looked me straight in the face. She's like, "Yeah, I'm ready." And I was like, "All right." Usually, and when we, you when you, it's not good to suffer at all. But when no. you do suffer, you you kind of know that you're just you're ready for it to be over. Right. Yeah, I've seen yeah. I've seen it twice. My uncle and my mom. There are things in this world that is worse than death. Yeah, I I went through two completely different experiences with my parents. My dad died because of a car accident, so it wasn't like... It's not like you saw it coming. Yeah. Whereas with my mother, you know, we watched her for like two months slowly go down that road. And you just don't know which one is going to be better or worse. My mom was sick for a long time before she passed away. So it's like you said, it, there's there's benefits and negatives to that. Yep. Sorry to bring down the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I, like truth be told, I'm okay. You know, every once in a while, I will sit down and think about. It. You know what? You know what? You know what? It hits me the most. It's when you're when you're not around anybody. So like, if I'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep. My mind automatically thinks of, "Hey, you remember that time your mom died?" Yep. Yeah, your brain's got nothing else to focus on, so that's what yeah. it focuses on. Yep. I got, I got to ask the the million dollar question, Drew. Is your mother's number still in your phone? I've still got every single one of her text messages. Yep, I still have my mom's yeah. number in my in my favorites on my phone. I can't, I can't delete it. No, no, no. I, I in fact, there was a voicemail my mom left me. Three days before she died, she was in the hospital and she was feeling really good. She was she had a little uptick, and to be honest with you, that kind of happens when somebody's when somebody's quote on their deathbed, they'll yep. have a they'll have a fucking amazing day where they feel good and yep. they feel they feel great, and that's the time you need to spend with them. And she sent me a voicemail because I was at work. She was saying that she was going through her phone and she saw a video I sent of her. It was one of those dumb reface videos with my face on Matthew McConaughey and she thought it was hilarious. And she, she sent me a voicemail saying, I just saw that video and it made me laugh. And I showed it to the doctor and I don't know why I did this, but I deleted it. Oh, and to this day, I wish I'd have kept it. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a hard thing to deal with. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, the memories of my mom will be with me for the rest of my days. So 100%. I can, I can take comfort in that. Yep. Yeah. It's what you've got yeah. now. You'll never forget. Yeah. The one, the one small comfort in all of this is that uh, it is one of the few universal experiences. So there's nobody that exists today that won't have to deal with it at some point. So That is very true. Yeah, as my father says, nobody makes it out of this alive. That's true. Yeah, it ain't gonna change tomorrow. That's for sure. Nope. No. Whew. All right, ready to go on to the next email? Yeah, let's do it. Do it. All right. Oh, I was worried you were gonna ask me about my fucking song. And I, I was, like, I was not just after that, man. Not after that. Okay, like I, I remembered that you hadn't given a song, and I was gonna ask, no, and I was like, well, nah. You know, what? it's just like I, I thought part of me was like, answer was something really terrible. But I'm like, yeah, I can't. I can't. Dude, I don't care. It's fine. Uh, I was going to cut in and be like, I just didn't think it was appropriate to cut in and be like, yeah, Freak Nasties, I want to fuck is the song. That's that's, fine. That's a mood lightener. I'll say that much about it. (laughs) Going back to, to my mom real quick. For the longest time, my mom didn't give a crap about like funerals and stuff like that. She said, when I'm dead... Just bury me, and she literally said, "Play Free Bird." That's all I want. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I guess I guess there you go, Free Bird. That's that's my song. Hey, you know, you should get what you want. I agree. Just do yep. it, man. All right, uh, Adam sends an email. It's titled "Shows and Shit." Hey, Those guys, shows and shit. Shows and shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Hey guys, hope all. I want to talk about shit. You don't want to talk about shit. Yeah, let's talk about shit. Fuck the shows. All right. Uh, Hey guys, hope all is well as can be. I know in the past, a few of you guys have mentioned liking wrestling at some point in your lives. I used to watch it. uh, I used to watch it ten or so years ago, but have fallen off now. Besides playing the odd wrestling game, Battlegrounds was surprisingly good in my opinion. But anyway, I was wondering if any of you guys have seen the new show Heels yet. I think it's uh, one of your less popu- on one of your less popular channels, but it's a banger. Stars the Green Arrow, Stephen Amell, and a few cameos from real wrestlers, ones of which I won't spoil, but he plays a podcast host. Ha ha. Besides that, are there any other shows you guys are pounding out recently? Cheers, Adam from New Zealand. P.S. Cheers uh, for the spoiler apology last week. I was never going to play it myself, but it was a real apology and didn't sound like all the fake YouTube ones. On the other hand, everyone should listen to the Phoenix Down episode on the game. It's far better than playing it. Yeah, I um, I have not watched Heels. Uh, I have heard that it's very good. Uh, I did like Stephen Amell and Arrow, so I'll check it out eventually. It does, like as he mentioned, have a couple wrestlers in it as well. Um, so yeah, I'll um, I'll definitely check it out eventually. Uh, I haven't Stephen seen Amell it. actually just just on AEW TV the other day. Yeah, he's a big wrestling dude. I knew that. Uh, as far as new shows, I know, Drew, you and I both watched Midnight Mass, and we talked a little bit about it. That was a fantastic show. Drew, you got to watch the Squid Game. We already watched it. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. There are parts of it. Did you watch it with the dub or the sub? The dub. I watched it with the dub, too. 
some of those voice actors are really trying to fill in those uh those negative spaces there. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, also, fun fact: Did you know the guy that plays the main character is also the voice of Yagami in Judgment? Really? Yeah, same same dude. Oh yeah, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, we watched so, Squid Game. That was really good. What is the show? This Squid Game show about? Man. <laughs> <laughs> It and the is. reason I is because my son obviously has not watched it. No, um, no, no, no. Well, but the reason I'm asking, not that I was going to let him watch it, but he and his friends have built a Minecraft thing uh, about Squid Game, but because they don't know what it is, it's just like Squid-based. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so Squid Game is... It's kind of like Hunger Games. Um, kind of. I, I say, all right, all right. Hang on a second. Think of it. Think <laughs> of it. Real offensive. Think of it a little bit like a deadly game show. Uh, okay. They t- they they get a bunch of people who are really down on their luck, people who are in bad debt, and they say, "Hey, if you guys want to make some money, uh, we have this competition." And they usually try to get mobsters and uh, uh, bad gamblers or people who are like horrible businessmen who are like about to go bankrupt. And they they take them to this place and they make them do these games. The problem is, is that if you lose the game, you die. Like they straight up just shoot you in the head. Um, so it's like a game of survival uh, but you're playing these kids' games like tug of war or um, uh, marbles or something like that, and people try to form alliances, and you get to learn about six like people very closely, and uh, some of them are villains, some of them are good guys. Um, it's a hardcore show. Like it, it there, is. There it's were... very gory. Well, not gory. It's, it's violent. It's very violent. Um, and there's also that mystery of who are these people? Who are these rich ass people who have all this money that can then bring these people to this, you know, private place and have them kill each other essentially. Um, and so there's, there's that aspect of it too. You're following around a detective as well. It's, um, it's a really, really good show uh, that has some really hard moments in it. Some of the suspense on some of the games is some of the best I've ever seen in television. Like the the fifth game with the glass. The glass, yeah. That was absolutely... Like, I was literally on the edge of my seat that entire sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there. Uh, oh man, there's some hard ones in there. Yeah, and there's some and so there's some sad fucking moments in that show too. Oh god, yeah, big time. So it's not like um, Takeshi's Castle or Die, then. No, it's not. It's not that. It's more like. I think the, a lot of the intrigue comes from this is like figuring out who are these people running this, and like just the the sheer ridiculousness of what they make you do. Yeah. Yeah. Like they play like green light. Yeah. Red light, green light is the first game they play. And that kind of sets the tone for the show. Have I'm thinking I'm going to, I think I know the answer, but have any of you read the original Yu-Gi-Oh comic? 
No. That's a big old no. I know what it's about. Me and you discussed it's, this. Yeah, it is far more interesting than what you know Yu-Gi-Oh! to be, which is like, take the Punisher, add a magic aspect to it, because of course there has to be some sort of weird mysticism piece of it, but he goes around and punishes wrongdoers by playing basic games with them. Like, who can roll the highest number on a dice? And it's... stuff like that. Or, who roll, who can roll the lowest number on a dice? Or, uh, here's a clown that reacts to music or sound. Uh, first one to set theirs off loses. Yeah. And it's like stuff like that. So that's what I'm, so it's kind of like that, I suppose, or more so. It, it's so, similar, but it's, it's not about punishing them. It's about giving them no, a chance yeah. to win a prize. But yeah. obviously it's unfair. And there's, yeah. there's like a bunch of little loopholes and, and no, it's a, it's a hundred percent fair. Yeah. Oh, it's just that, that, that when you lose, you die. Got it. Yeah. Some of it is skill based. Some of it is luck based. Um, it, it, it really is. The they way, even put, they push it, it. They want an even playing field for everybody. Yeah. And the, there's even a plot line about the even playing field. Um, and there's just a lot of, it's so intricate in the way that they set these things up that it's just super interesting to watch. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I, I'm trying to like dance around it because I don't want to spoil some of the really good stuff that happens in that show. Yeah. I'm actually going to watch it because I like the concept. The doll creeps me the fuck out. But other than that, I mean, it, there's a lot of stuff in that show that will stick with you after that show is over. And it's just, all right then. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hardcore. Um, it's definitely not for kids. So Ryan, don't let your son watch that. Yeah, I won't. I'll let him play in his Minecraft world with squid designs on it and leave it at that. What's yeah. funny is the the whole squid game thing is based off of a children's game that I had never heard of until this show, and it's only yeah. really talked about in the first and the last episode. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's it's a weird one. It's 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 really it's it's good. Like I can't believe my wife watched it. I mean, of course, every time something violent happens, she kind of cover her eyes. But um, oh, we both bawled uh, during the uh, the, f- the fourth game. Was that the marbles? Yeah, the marbles. The marbles one is hard, dude. Yeah. Oh, it, the way they the way they help. the way they plan things out to like have the people pair off into teams during different things. And yeah. then what happens because of that pairing in the marble game is just like, ugh. Oh, why yeah. did you do that? <laughs> yeah. I really, really, really hated one character after that marble game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Oh, anyway. Yeah, watch yeah. that. That that show is something. Yeah, Midnight Mass is really good too. Yeah. Um don't like I would say go into that. Not knowing anything about it, you'll know halfway through what the twist is. Yeah, 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 you will. But that's a really cool twist. Um, that's a slow burn, yeah, though. That show is what nine episodes, and I feel like it should have been like six. Yeah, it definitely is a slower burn, and they really do push the religious aspect of it. I mean, they go into it pretty good. Yeah, 
Um, but it's 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 really good too, especially for the 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 spooky season. If you want to watch it, yeah, it's definitely a good suspense TV show for the spooky season. Yeah, uh, my wife and I have uh, gotten into a show on Hulu called Only Murders in the Building. I heard that show was really good. It's actually really good. It's pretty funny. It's got Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short and uh, Selena Gomez, and there's a murder that takes place in their apartment complex. So they start a murder podcast trying to solve the murder. It's actually really good. It's it's goofy and and kind of fun. Uh, and Steve Martin and Martin Short, obviously classic comedians. They're really funny in it. I haven't seen a lot of shows lately outside of those two, but I did watch uh, the Cry Macho, Clint Eastwood the new movie. And Clint Eastwood should probably stop making movies. Why you say that? <laughs> because I mean, the dude is ninety something years old and trying to be the star of this movie, and it's just like. He can't move, like, really well. So, like, you having him be the tough guy that's whooping somebody's ass, it just, it ain't working no more. Like, I think the last time it worked really well was fucking Gran Torino. But, I mean, he's at the point now where, like, if you watch an action scene in that movie, it looks like it's moving in slow motion. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I, I respect that man for the movies he's made. He's made some great fucking movies. It might be time to stop. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was another limited series on Netflix we watched called Clickbait. I heard about that. I've not seen it, though. That one's solid, too. That one's really good, too. Uh, it's um, it's one of those shows where... Who's doing this? And you never know until the very end. Hmm. Netflix really has been good. on a good roll lately with TV shows. Yeah, they better because they keep raising the damn price. I know, right? I saw the last bill come come through, and I was like, "God, do I really still need this?" And I watched Squid Game. I'm like, "Yeah, I still really need this." Don't forget, you got Witcher coming out in December. Yeah, I still haven't watched that movie. Oh, the Vesemir movie? Yeah, the animated movie. I haven't watched that yet. I haven't watched, watched it yet either. It's pretty good. It's in the say. It feels a lot like Castlevania. Huh? I fell off Castlevania. Castlevania was great. I think and, I and made it to really good. season three, and then I fell off. I don't know why. It's good. It's good. It it ended pretty well. Mm. Maybe I'll go back and at this point I could rewatch it because seasons one and two are short. Season one is four episodes, boss. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I I don't know why I fell off that. I watched that Resident Evil movie that came out a while back too, and I've already forgotten about it, which doesn't speak highly of that movie. Well, isn't uh, that live-action Resident Evil movie supposed to be coming out, like, next month or month after? I don't know when it's coming out, but I know it's... Fuck, dude, there's a new Matrix movie coming out in December, and I, I, that blows my mind. I have I have no need for that. I think... Wasn't there another HBO movie? Oh, the Sopranos movie came out. Yep. I did not like that. <laughs> I didn't watch it yet. I'm a Did it take, does it take place after the Sopranos? Before. before. No, it's oh, okay. a prequel. And, yeah. and actually, um, why am I blanking on his name now? The guy that played Tony Soprano. James Gandolfini. James Gandolfini. Yeah, his, his kid is who's playing. Tony. Yeah, Tony. Yep. As a kid. The best part of that movie is the last ten minutes. The rest of that movie I could have done without. Like I And I'm a huge Soprano. I think Sopranos is the best TV show ever made. I didn't care for that movie. 
I was I was very disappointed to learn what it was about. Because they kind of bill it as the the origin of Tony Soprano, like when he was a kid, right? Yeah, that's how I kind of. That's not it. what that's not what the movie's about. Oh, okay. Like at all. It's just about the Moltisantes. Yeah, it's about Dicky Moltisanti. Yeah. It's it should have been called The Sopranos: The Dicky Moltisanti Story. Well, I mean, it is called The Many Saints of Newark, and Many Saints is Moltisanti. That's. Yeah, no, I, I understand that, but the trailer literally was all Tony. Like it was, it was Tony's perspective of Dicky, which, if you watch the original show, he looked up to Dicky big time. Right. But it's not Tony's story about Dicky; it's Dicky's story, including Tony. Gotcha. So it, it was, and, and I feel like a lot of the stuff in that movie was them, like the Leonardo DiCaprio gif where he leans forward and points at the screen. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Oh, gotcha. And I'm just like, at some point, like, towards the end of the movie, I was like, are you really going to fucking do it again? Like, Junior says his line from the show that you remember when he falls in the pu- the bathtub. Yeah. He says that twice in this movie. And I'm like, come on. He didn't need to say it twice. <laughs> he said it once in a six-season show. Oh, they tried way too hard. And the people that play the younger versions of the characters you love, they are trying way too hard to act like those people. I think I think uh, Bart sitting in the classroom and all the kids saying, say the line. Is, yeah, I mean, that's how the direction is. It's exactly what it is. Like, the, the time you see these characters say those lines, you're like, ugh. And the guy that plays Silvio is trying way too hard to be Steven Van Zandt. It ain't working. It ain't working. Yeah, that's the trouble with trying to do a prequel. They don't generally turn out all that well. I will tell you that James Gandolfini's son has so many of his fucking mannerisms, though. Holy shit. Yeah. You would legitimately think that was a young James Gandolfini. Hmm. But... Anyway, let's 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 finish this up. I got a couple more emails. Uh, this one comes from Daryl. He says, "Hello all. I'm very disappointed that Wombat has been absent for the last two weeks and never reported back about his thoughts after trying my peanut butter and pickle mayo sandwich." I have not actually had a chance to try it yet. If you remember, the comment I made was that if I had the stuff, I would try it, but that um, I didn't know if I had the stuff in my kitchen. And I did not have the stuff in my kitchen. We did not have mayo. Um, nor did I have um, uh, dill pickles. I had sweet pickles, but I did not have dill pickles. So I have not tried it. Yep. Um, again, I, I will stick to the commitment that the next time I have all of those ingredients in my house, I will try it. I, I have those ingredients, and I said I would try it as well. The problem is, is that... I eat with my wife. And your wife wasn't going to try it? And my wife's not going to eat that, and she cooks. So do I want lasagna, or do I want Well, maybe you should try it as like a late-night snack or like a lunch or something. I mean, I guess I could make one and take it to work with me. Make sure you take it back up just in case you don't like it. I was about to say, but then I'll be like, "Mm, well, I guess I'm going to be hungry at work today. (laughs) No no one's going to steal that. Yeah, nobody's stealing that. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I will definitely give it a shot. The problem is I'm not going to be on next week. So. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, he says, anyway, my main game I've been playing is still Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Now about 40 hours in, I still feel like I barely scratched the surface. It's because you have. Yeah. I keep wanting to hit all the question mark points of interest on the map, but it's great. I think I'll drop off next week when Far Cry 6 comes out. Also, Diablo 2 on the Switch has been a lot of fun, too. Take care. Finally, our last emo comes from Antonio, and it's titled Squid 4G. <laughs> you could tell Squid is the big thing right now, right? This dude has, has tweeted, watch Squid Game about every other hour. That's because you should watch Squid Game. Uh, he says, looking forward to Metroid Dread and Far Cry 6 this week. I know people are worn out on the Far Cry formula, but I'm looking forward to this one. But after 6, it needs to change. I watched all of Squid Game more than a week ago, and it made me think about all the international content I've enjoyed over the years, especially from South Korea. I also enjoy watching the original language spoken with English subtitles because I enjoy hearing different languages. The first international movie I remember watching and loving was City of God, which was based in Brazil. Do you guys have any favorites or recommendations? International movies? When when it when it comes to me, it's all about fucking eighties and nineties Hong Kong cinema, like action yeah. movies. So I'm gonna make a recommendation of uh, the Defender, starring Jet Li. Uh, it's a great movie. Also, Fist of Legend is an incredible movie as well. But I think most people know about that one. That's not as much of a deep cut. I, I mean, Fist I, of Legend is tremendous. Yeah, Fist of Legend is really good. I think my two big ones, um, and I go back to these constantly because you just can't find them anymore, is Gorgeous uh, with Jackie Chan and then Who Am I with Jackie Chan, which Who Am I is weird because they made it and then like they took it off the circulation and then he remade that movie with, I think, his son in the starring role and it's just called Amnesia. Really? So you can, yeah, you can't really find who am I anymore. I still have the DVD, and I'll watch it usually once or twice a year. But you literally cannot buy it. You cannot stream it. And if you buy the DVD online, it's like ridiculous prices. And I don't, and I don't know why. That used to come on Stars all the time when I was younger. Yeah, that's like the only movie that's not on any streaming service, and you can't buy it digitally to watch. And it has to do with the Hong Kong licensing. It's, it's a fantastic movie. It's just, it's still, in my opinion, that movie has the best fight scene in a movie ever. At the end of the movie. Now, this is just foreign language stuff, right? International stuff, anything that you've watched. Well, cause, yeah. Because international stuff, I mean, like, shit, like, I've, you know, uh, there's plenty of European stuff, but it's like, they're not foreign language films because they knew better. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so I'll try to stick to foreign language stuff. Um, video game related, sort of. Uh, the the film Stalker is very odd. Um, the uh, Russian film is it Russian? It might be Ukrainian. Um, but it's it's like it's super weird. Um, and and kind of like dark and messed up. Um, not like anything uh you're that's gonna gross you out but uh just a very weird art film uh there's chocolate which i believe is a korean martial arts film i've seen that Um, on streaming services it's got like the girl with the sword on the cover yeah 
possibly it's it, it is a girl it, um she does a lot of hand to hand combat um and it's a film where they actually hit each other they make contact when they fight mm-hmm. um but uh obviously they stop if they hit someone too hard there is a fight sequence where they are they're on a roof and they are underneath the walkway so they are both crouched and they're throwing kicks while crouched down in this little like <laughs> that reminds me of the scene in uh, Legend of the Drunken Master where Jackie Chan is fighting the guy under the train and they're doing like crazy like roundhouse kicks and stuff while crouched yeah this is this is kind of um more like straight kicks but yeah very similar sort of aspect. that stuff and always like impresses sequence... the hell out of me this this film is very similar actually to a jackie chan film it's more serious but um it's very realistic because it's people doing everything um trying to think of anything else that would be not just kung fu and and like um kaiju films. i i just yeah, thought I mean, of one my, my problem is i'm not much of a cinema person so anything foreign like, language all your... i've watched pretty much is kung fu stuff so i i thought you got of all one... your godzillas yeah you got I, your cameras i thought of one that's not kung fu but it is video game related there is a I want to say it's Japanese, uh, and I don't even know that you could find it anymore, but there's a Parasite Eve movie. Well, it's Japanese probably because it's based off of a Japanese novel. It, that may be the case, but I don't. I think it was a Japanese movie, but I remember like getting that DVD way back in the day, and that movie is somewhat interesting. There is no dub for it, uh, FYI, for anybody looking for it, but I found it to be interesting, and it, it's actually neat to... like when your only experience is with the game, that this movie is more based on the book than the game. Well, the Uh, game takes that place after the book, right? I believe so. Yeah. But this one's more like a love story about the original scientist who came up with the the mitochondria stuff. Anything else? Um, I've... Got, uh, I, I guess the one that no, nobody has mentioned, which granted, maybe nobody's seen it. Um, I think it's an Italian film called Life is Beautiful. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I know that movie. I That's not a movie that I have watched or will watch just because I know that it's super depressing. So It's, it's a very hardcore movie. It's about uh, a, a guy... Um, in concentration camp, and um, it's basically him just trying to like survive. He, his son is there, and he's constantly trying to cheer his son up by acting goofy. Yeah, he's like pretending it's like a, um, like a game or a show or something for yeah. his son. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking heart wrenching. Even just thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. He won an Oscar a couple years ago, but. Yeah. Jesus. That's that's a really good movie though. Um porn films. I, I, mean, I, I can't I technically, don't know. technically all your spaghetti westerns are foreign films. Now obviously there's the English dub that more people know, but like the good, the bad and the ugly is is an Italian film. That's true. That's very yeah. true. Out of out of those three, I think Fistful of Dollars is my favorite. 
Um, I mean, I was going to say a hot take. Uh, spaghetti Westerns are better than American Westerns. Um, I think that's generally the case. Yeah. Because you don't get the whole welcome pilgrim. like <laughs> The John Wayne lines, yeah. Yeah, John Wayne. I mean, he was what he was, but his movies now, it's like if you've seen one, you kind of seen them all kind of deal. Yeah. I don't know. The, the, the Western, like those traditional Westerns have never been my thing. I've been more of the Clint Eastwood Western kind of guy. Like like you're saying, like Fistful of Dollars, Good, Bad, Ugly, Unforgiven. Like all of those are fucking great movies. I don't know. I've never gonna, been into the gonna, John Wayne stuff. I'm going to say it even though technically it, it's a weird because, like, if you look at the countries involved, it's United Kingdom, Italy, and the United States. But uh, Blow Up from uh, 1966. It's a film by Michelangelo Antonioni. It was his first uh, English film. And it's a thriller mystery. Um, very good movie. It's one of my favorites. Uh, Criterion, I think, owns the distribution rights now. And then uh, later on... Um, uh, De Palma would remake it, uh, well, remake it slash reinvent it as a blow up, a blow out, I should say, with John Travolta. Hmm. I have not I seen will, uh, that one. I'm going to mention this one, and I'm also going to do something that's going to piss a lot of people off. Uh, I like Old Boy. The original or the like new one? Ori- uh, I like them. I like them both, but I'm gonna I'm gonna piss a lot of people off. I like the new one better. I've never seen either one, so I can't say anything. Uh, the the old one. I'm sorry, but the old one's the ending is dumb. The old one, the ending is the ending. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Like, that's it. <laughs> I, I have no I have no context for is this not reference. Not the original so. ending. Like, I understand that, but at the same time, I'm just like, it, this turned hokey all of a sudden. I mean, some movies do that. Yeah, and then the 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 remake, the American remake by Spike Lee of all people. Yeah, that was always a weird thing, right? Yeah, um, I I prefer that ending. Hey, if you prefer it, you prefer it. Some people just, the people like the new more than the old. I, you know, is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you have not seen Old Boy. You should probably see it. I have not. I don't even know it's, what it's about. It's it's up your alley. Oh, I'm sure a lot of shit is. It's just a matter you, of finding the time to watch it all. Old Boy is about a dude who gets kidnapped and put into the same room and lives there for ten years and then randomly is released. And he wants to know who did it to him. All right. Uh, that's all the emails. I don't have any tweets. I did want to mention we do have a couple winners for the uh, Maneater switch codes. Hey, But I think we're going to uh, give away some more because we only got two entries. Y'all need to get the fuck up and get some free video games. Maneater on the switch. That contest will stay open. But the two people who have wrote in, at this point, the first five people to do it, I'm going to give you a code. So if you want a free code, write in to what Anthony told you last week and tell us about a video game with a Hall & Oates song. And, and tag us. 
what's our tags again? I gotta pull out. I closed my fucking window. Uh, ZTGD contests and Man Eater game, I believe, were the two tags. But make sure you tag us too. You know that'd be cool. Uh, so that's at M4G Podcast. I will send those codes to the winners this week. Uh, I'll try to do it uh, when this podcast goes live. So make sure you check your DMs. Make sure you're following us so I can DM those to you. Uh, Phoenix Down, Diablo 2 Resurrected. First episode went up on Friday. How many episodes are they going to take you, Drew? That's my favorite number. I hear a couple. I hear a couple clicks. I assume maybe he was like a horse and was clicking his hooves to tell us how many. He's giving me Morse code. I was trying to give you Morse code. No, I I don't know. To be honest with you, I think we're going to try. We're at the end of Act One when we are last recording. The problem is Matt is out of town this weekend, so he's not able to play any. We're going to try and play some, but see, then I'm out of town next weekend. I don't know. Uh, I would say at least three, probably four. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, follow follow us on Twitter at M4G Podcast. Send those send those in. First five people to hit me up. Man eater switch codes. I got them. Tell me at Hollow Notes a video game. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I am at ZTGD. Anthony's a complacent robot. Drew is at back at DML Fury baby, and Ryan is at Wombat RP. You can follow the site at ZTGD right. content and check out Phoenix Down at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Check those out. Got a ton of reviews coming in this week. I got so much. I had so many fucking reviews sitting in my inbox. I'm just gonna post them. Just run that shit out. Lots of video games coming out. Go enjoy your video games. Don't fight over plastic boxes and watch Squid Game. There you go. Unless anybody has anything else, we'll get the fuck out of here. Peace, peace. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.